Hello, welcome to Ancient Gods and Demons. I'm your host, Brian Scalama. Each week, we'll be exploring a new ancient god from a variety of cultures. These include Mesopotamian, Egyptian, Indian, Chinese, Norse, and Greek, to name just a few. Each episode will explain the origin and development of our characters, from ancient god to Judeo-Christian demon, correlations between different cultures we researched, and you, as a listener, can make your own determination of whether each figure is a god, demon, or both. Additionally, we introduce a piece of music each week, influenced by ancient deities. This week's episode, we will discuss the ancient god, Dagon. Dagon was the god of the Philistines. The name Dagon was derived from dag, which means fish. Although there was a deep affection for Dagon's worshippers to this deity, the symbol of a fish in human form was really meant to represent fertility and the strong powers of nature and reproduction. The Babylonians had a myth that a being emerged from the sea who was pot man and pot fish and thus adopted the deity in their culture in the earliest days of their history. This episode, we will cover Dagon's background, appearance, worship, cite numerous biblical passages, which include Dagon, and introduce a piece of music mentioning the ancient god Dagon. So sit back and relax as we journey into ancient worlds and examine the gods they worshipped. Welcome back to Ancient Gods and Demons. This episode, we will be discussing Dagon, who is the primary chief god of the Philistines. Let's take a look at the background and the early beginnings of Dagon. Dagon was the principal deity of the Philistines, whose ancestors historically migrated to Palestine from Crete. He was recognized as the god of fertility and crops by the Philistines. Dagon also figured prominently in all Philistine concepts of death and their version of the afterlife. Additionally, to his role of religion, Philistines worshiped Dagon in everyday general society, as well as the Canaanites. Early beginnings. Some years after the arrival of the known forefathers of the Philistines, the immigrants adopted elements of the Canaanite religion. The primary focus shifted, where originally the worship of the Great Mother was the religion of the Philistines, paying homage to this deity. They turn now to the Canaanite deity of Dagon. Within the Canaanite pantheon, Dagon seems to have been second only to El in power. 
He was one of the sons born to Anu. Dagon was also the father of Baal among the Canaanites. Baal eventually assumed the position of the god of fertility, which Dagon had previously occupied. Dagon was sometimes associated with the half-fish female deity Terceto. Little else is known of Dagon's place in Canaanite pantheonic religion, but his role in Philistine religion as a primary deity is quite evident. It is known, however, that the Canaanites deported Dagon from Babylonian mythology and religion. What does Dagon look like? What is his features? We mentioned that he was a half man, half fish. This is a debated issue. The notion that Dagon was a god whose upper body was that of a man and the lower body of that of a fish has been prevalent for many, many decades. The idea may stem from linguistic error in translating a derivative of the Semitic dog. As we had mentioned before, the word dog means fish. The word Dagon actually means corn or cereal. The name Dagon itself dates back to at least 2500 BCE and is most probably a derivative of a word from a dialect of the Semitic tongue. This notion that Dagon was represented statuary as potfish in Philistine proper is not supported entirely by coins found in Phoenicia and Philistine cities. In fact, there is no evidence in archaeological record to support the theory that Dagon was thusly represented. However, whatever we see as an image, the varying perception of Dagon developed around the Mediterranean. We will next discuss the worshiping of Dagon. Welcome back. Let's take a look at the worship of Dagon. The worship of Dagon is quite evident in ancient Palestine. He was the foremost deity in the cities of Azutas, Gaza, and Ascalon. The Philistines depended on Dagon for success in war, and they offered various sacrifices for his favor. As previously mentioned, Dagon was also worshiped outside the Confederacy of Philistine city-states as in the case of the Phoenician city of Arvad. The religion of Dagon continued to at least the 2nd century BCE when the temple of Azotas was destroyed by Jonathan Maccabeus. There are two textual sources that mention the Philistine Dagon and the rulers and towns bearing his name. The Bible and the Tel A Amana letters made mentions of Dagon. During the course of the establishment of the Israelite monarchy, circa 1000 BCE, the Philistine nation became the primary enemy of Israel. Due to this situation, Dagon is mentioned in passages such as Judges 16 23 24. 
1 Samuel 5, and 1 Chronicles 10.10. Beth Dagon was a town in the land captured by the Israelites, mentioned in Joshua 15.41 and 19.27, thus preserving the namesake of the deity. The Tal A Amara letters, circa BCE 1480-1450, mention the namesake of Dagon, as these two rulers of Ashkelon, Yamar Dagan and Dagan Takala. Despite all the debate about this particular subject, it is greatly apparent that Dagon was at the apex of the Philistine pantheon. He commanded religious reference from both the Philistines and the broader Canaanite society. Dagon was indeed crucial to the everyday life and religious aspects of the Philistines. He was a vital force in everybody and all. Hello, welcome back. As mentioned before, there are a few passages from the Old Testament in the Bible that mention Dagon. So I like to recite these passages. The first one is from Judges 16.23. Then the lords of Philistines gathered them together for to offer a great sacrifice unto Dagon their God, and to rejoice, for they said, Our God hath delivered Samson, our enemy, into our hand. 1 Chronicles 10.10 And they put his armor in the house of their gods, and fastened his head in the temple of Dagon. When the Philistines took the Ark of God, they brought it into the temple of Dagon and set it by Dagon. And when the people arose early in the morning, there was Dagon, fallen on his face to the earth before the Ark of the Lord. So they took Dagon and set it in its place again. And when they arose early the next morning, there was Dagon, fallen on his face to the ground before the Ark of the Lord. The head of Dagon and both the palms of its hands were broken off on the threshold. Only the torso of Dagon was left. Therefore, neither the priest of Dagon nor any who come into Dagon's house tread on the threshold of Dagon and Ashdod to this day. 1 Samuel 5, 2-5. So those are a few passages that Dagon has mentioned in the Bible. Uh, this is pretty much, uh, you know, the historical background that I managed to find. Additionally, uh, we see the presence of Dagon in the lore of H.P. Lovecraft, the Cthulhu mythos. Um, in this mythos, Dagon is a deity who proceeds over something called the Deep Ones, they're like an amphibious humanoid race that live in the Earth's oceans. Um, he's first mentioned in the short story Dagon. Um, and then he's mentioned throughout the mythos. He's known also as Father Dagon. And he is a great old one. And the consort of the Mother Hydra. In the mythos and the stories of H.P. Lovecraft, 
Um, Dagon is worshipped by the Ocetric Order of Dagon, which is a secret cult based in Innsmouth. Um, <laughs> so, it, you know, if you're interested in that, I, I you know, it just seems that Lovecraft uh, kind of took this from the Bible, the Old Testament, and kind of implemented it into his own uh, mythology. Uh, additionally, there's also a movie uh, that was made called Dagon, which discusses uh, a guy's journey to where the cult is supposed to be. People are turning into fish. It's actually really good. So, you know, check that out. That'll uh, actually shows a physical representation of Dagon, which looks nothing like the Philistines, half god, half man. Uh, it just looks like a gigantic leviathan with tentacles. So we're pretty much wrapping up this episode, discussing this ancient Mesopotamian deity known as Dagon. Um, stand by. We're going to have a song that we always end with a song, and then song that we're going to be discussing uh, and presenting to you. Is from King Diamond. It's called from the owl album Fatal Portrait. The name of the song is A Lake. And Dagon is mentioned as Dagon of the Seas. So we will present this piece of music following this break. Thank you. Hey, welcome back to the final segment of Ancient Gods and Demons. This episode, we discussed Dagon, uh, a Philistine deity. And, you know, I was looking for some type of song that matched him. There was a couple other bands that had something to do with Dagon, but um, I found a good song by King Diamond. Um, it's off the Fatal Portrait album. Uh, it's a bonus track called The Lake. And Dagon is actually mentioned uh, in this song. So sit back and relax. Hope you enjoyed the episode and I hope you enjoy the song. Thank you. <laughs> 